and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. That makes me Mike. And tonight we have a special guest, uh, my nephew, Ben. Hello, Ben. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited to be here. This is my <laughs> first time ever on a podcast. And yet you're not a stranger to the, the entertainment world at all. Um, you have a channel on YouTube, well, which I think it's technically still because out. nobody really knows I exist, but, um, well, <laughs> but you're, you're a same here. This isn't going to change anything. Yeah. This, True, won't, I guess. this won't change anything. Five people will know who you are now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think your channel is still worth mentioning because I think you're a good editor and you guys have great senses of humor and great, like group dynamic and the banter is fantastic. So you know, check out Spicy Sonic on YouTube, guys. Uh, there is a, a a caveat though. If you Google Spicy Sonic, you might come across a Deviant Art page, which is most certainly not Ben. Yeah, no, it's I, not I, me. I'm it's imagining not me. it's Sonic the Hedgehog in various um, acts of compromising repose. positions. It's actually much, you would think, much surprisingly not. It's really? so it's so much stranger. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like some kind of surrealist madness. Like, like it's just here's the thing. I looked at it yesterday after Did watching you? your video. Yes. Oh God. I looked at it yesterday and I cannot keep a single image I saw in my mind. It's like I looked into the mind of a schizophrenic. And I can't <laughs> remember what I looked at. It was so bizarre. And every and there's hundreds and hundreds of pictures like that. Now I, I have to look it up like yeah. right now because yeah. um <laughs> I, I have to know. Now my phone decided really? out of nowhere that it uh it was going to um start listening to my voice there and like it just typed a shitload of stuff that I didn't mean to put in the search bar. <laughs> Excuse me for a second. Spicy Sonic versus spicy fleet sonic. Uh, <laughs> This is weird. There's a what lot the of strange stuff. Up? I don't. I don't know. There's a lot of strange stuff <laughs> that came up here. Sonic drive-through in debut Reaper spicy margarita slushy. <laughs> That's not what I was looking for. No. Try spicy I mean, maybe. Sonic is one word. Yeah, it might be why I put it as two. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't sure about that. I'm looking at the images again. <laughs> Yeah, I need to go look at them too because we need to talk. Oh, here about we go, them. DVNR. Yep, I got it. Yeah. All right. So, I don't even know <laughs> what you're looking at, right? I'm not even sure what's going. I mean, I do appreciate the one with Stimpy and his yeah. and his voluptuous butt cheeks. <laughs> I think we all knew that Stimpy was packing something in the caboose that was enjoyable to look at from years of watching them. But that's, uh, that's why Ren stayed with him. Yeah, well, obviously. He was tapping that ass on the regular. I, I just hit see all. I'm sure I'm going to regret that. I don't think it helps to be like in the know about memes and shit either to really get what the fuck's going on with this guy. No, your your brain needs to be on another plane of existence. Well, I gotta tell you, I'd be very, very careful who you talk to about that because the person who wrote that is dangerous. The Huckleberry, Huckleberry Hound. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. the Huckleberry Hound one disturbs me profoundly. What the hell is going on? It looks like he's melting. 
Are you looking at the one? It's it's Fuckleberry Hound. No, it's which one is that? It's, and it's, it's like it's like a pencil drawing of an angry looking Huckleberry Hound that says "shit stain" on the bottom of it. <laughs> is oh, that under? I, is that in the gallery? Uh, I think so. I just hit I just hit view all, and uh, I think I think I know. Going I think I know what you're it. talking about. Wait, are you in um? Are you in the favorites tab? I don't know, but there he, he killed um Snagglepuss. That's that's disturbing. Uh, no, I'm actually in about. Oddly in enough, about. yeah, I don't I, I don't know why I was about. I just noticed that now. <laughs> I didn't I didn't actually hit about. It just happened to pull me. Yeah, here we go. Now we're in gallery and and I'm sure that there's um more stuff. Yeah, okay. Now I see the melted Huckleberry hand. That's that's really strange. Yeah. He's probably got some kind of a thing for Huckleberry Hound here. I don't know. Oh, he definitely does. There's like, I count one, two, three, at least four images with Huckleberry Hound. Five. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing <laughs> yeah. a lot. Yeah, I guess I just love Huckleberry Hound. I mean, oh, him. A, I mean, oh, uh, it's uh, a pair. Uh, yeah, whoever this individual is. Holy shit! He found he found your channel. Did you see that? Go to gallery. Yeah. Ben. What the hell? He found your channel. Clearly, he's he's been looking for me. Yeah, <laughs> like he's something. like just just did a name search. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I didn't expect him to have the brain capacity to know that to do that. <laughs> he, his comment is he is a goober. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first, folks. Ben is a goober. In oh, the no. flesh. <laughs> <laughs> The official erg says he has your name. Strange. I would shit myself if someone was using Uerg. Well, the official Uerg has stated his claim. What the hell? This is a rabbit hole, man. Yes, the official Uerg is. is even worse. It's even weirder. Oh, dude, there's so much wrong with this. <laughs> I mean, this is hurting my brain to look at it okay can i can i be real with you guys here for a second sure mm -hmm. i feel the need to explain myself for all of this i touched upon this briefly in the last video that i did but yeah. i don't feel like it's enough to really give you guys the full scope of why i was compelled to create this so the deviantart account was inspired by another real person oh this is a parody account you created yes this is parodying oh. other shit on ah. that I, found. Ah. Ah. I remember i found this person on deviantart and their username was called huck and lil and they just posted all these images of specifically huckleberry hound and um a character from rugrats called lil deville Mm -hmm. And this person would just keep posting weird images involving these two characters, specifically Huckleberry Hound. I can only assume that this person <laughs> must have had some form of autism just because of just like their sheer just obsession with these characters. Yeah. And um, the original account got shut down, apparently, because they kept like stealing art or something. But she got like a new account like the day after and now she exists as huckleberry hound 88 okay and oh, you God. look at my account and you think it's stupid but all that you have to realize all that is just a joke yeah you, not you stupid look at this, just confusing to look at you look at this <laughs> and like this is real stuff this is like 
a real person and you wouldn't believe it, but people like this are, they exist. Well, I have seen quite a bit in my time, so I, I'm not surprised by much of anything I find online anymore. Like, yeah. It's maybe a couple of hot takes once in a while have me go, what? But, <laughs> you know. You yeah, kind of I mean, come to expect yeah, insanity. Yeah, especially on a place like DeviantArt. Like, this yeah. is just like cyber hell. Yeah. But, yep. like, this person is just the most fascinating thing ever to me so i created this account as like a homage to her yeah like a trip like i if if this person has an obsession with huckleberry hound then i must have developed an obsession over her account <laughs> because like i just decided like this is all you have to do like if you look at my my first um image that i made which is like the quintessential making fun of the whole thing all you have to do is find like PNGs of like random cartoon characters and just like put them in like whatever order you want with just like some other random object they're like reacting to or something. And that's it. <laughs> put no effort into it and you've got yourself a DeviantArt post. This is how people do it. It reminds me of like vaporwave art, which is similarly like that, you know, like it's similarly produced. In the beginning, I think I was trying to just make it as authentic to this person's art as possible, quote unquote art. But I think as time went on, I just kind of like shit the bed in my brain and was just kind of <laughs> like, okay, I don't even care anymore. I'm just going to do this to get my inner schizo out. Yeah, there you go, dude. That's a great, that's a great way to, to great use of art, in my opinion, is yeah. get your crazy out, you know? That's how the best <laughs> artists um, found their inspiration, really. Yeah, yeah. Don't cut your ear off, though. That's probably not a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't do don't, that. Like mail it to somebody. It's yeah. yeah. Hold on. What the fuck? Okay, I'm looking in my my chat on DeviantArt right now. Somebody, some random person, just sent me a message saying, "Hi, cool work." I I must stress that they said cool work. They looked at my <laughs> stupid account. And then he goes on to say, our company invites you to cooperate in creating oh, the project Disney Sorcerer's Arena. All details <laughs> here. And it's like some weird link, like Gloom Mobiles Online. Yeah, I don't click on that. Something, yeah, yeah, something I'm, I'm looks not, legitimate, I'm not clicking right? on that. Yeah, yeah. It's like fuckyophone.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is the virus.com slash. <laughs> no, no, it'd be like slash dot com. Dot RU or something like that. Yeah. Trojanhorse.org. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the actual historic event, not the virus. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. okay. Now, in terms of the official org, that's actually my friend Vincent, who um he I've used some of his images in my videos. Um, he used to live in California for a while and I knew him in middle school, and then he moved to Tennessee. And weirdly enough, I think after that, I became better friends with him than I was mm -hmm. in California, just because like we got to know each other over Discord. And he's just probably the funniest person that I know, just because of his sheer randomness. <laughs> Mike is the funniest person I know, but he can also be a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, and a, and a dick. Yeah, yeah. And a and it's a douche. A, it's a double. Know. It's a double-edged sword because that comedy is often turned on me at my expense. <laughs>
I've been the, playing uh, Far Cry 6. I just got it. Uh, I know that I'm like behind on that because I never get games when they're brand new. Is that but, the uh, one? Is that the one that has like an appearance with Giancarlo Esposito? Yeah. Okay. And um, uh, Danny Trejo's in it. Oh yeah. Like okay. like he he's a character that you have. There's a mission where you have to go meet up with him. I haven't done it yet. You know, but, Danny uh, Danny Trejo actually went to prison for several years for like I kind of think or, that's part of his thing right yeah well he was like in a gang and I guess it was drug charges or something like that and when he got out he started taking acting lessons and I guess <laughs> I guess his look plus his intensity just got him roles at the beginning because they were like we need a thug but then they found out oh he has some dramatic range like let's put him in stuff like as <laughs> you know he's never I've never seen him in a lead role but he's in tons. Oh, you've never seen Machete? No, he's in that. He's a dude. He's the lead character in that is movie. He really? In the in the, I think there's actually more than one. I'm not sure how many Machete movies there are. Maybe there is only one. Hmm. But I, yeah, I, he's he's the lead him. character in the. So you get you know the screen filled with him for the entire time. I just remember this amazing moment in Once Upon a Time in Mexico that Robert Rodriguez film, which is a sequel to Desperado. Or is it the one that's what's after Desperado? I do not know. I think it's the one after the one after Desperado. But Ooh, there was I, a film in 1958 called Machete, too. <laughs> I bet that um, didn't have Danny Trejo in it, but it did have Lee no. Van Cleef. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fucking Lee Van Cleef was is. in everything. Dude, he oh. was like the like in Westerns and movies, like I don't know, like hundreds of them. Okay. You'd know him if you saw him, probably. Probably. I just remember that there was this moment where Johnny Depp has got Danny Trejo standing against the wall and the guy's like saying how he can't do something. And he goes, are you a Mexican or a Mexican? <laughs> and Danny Trejo goes, a Mexican. I swear I've heard Danny Trejo use that line somewhere. Probably. About Mexicans and Mexicans. Yeah, Probably. So. It could be like a trademark line that he just uses. It is now, yeah. Speaking of movies and um, sort of what I would consider to be like B-list actors, Luis Guzman has been cast in a new streaming series based on the Adams Family. Have you heard about this? Yep. I don't know how I feel about him as a choice. Like... I think that he fits perfectly visually and everything to the truest form of Gomez as in the book. Oh, that's a good point. He looks like the the illustrations. Yeah, I thought I thought the same thing that you did until I was looking something up on it and somebody made that point. And I was like, yes, he does look like the fucking illustrations. Yeah. So I think I think it's a good choice. So Raul Julia's role was kind of a. Um, like a send up or a tribute to whoever I can't remember the name of the actor who did him in the original television show. Do you remember his name? John Aston. John Aston. I think that Raul Julia did a, a John Aston impression for his role, but he he added a little more flair to it. You know, yeah, made it a little closer to the character's roots, which is Castilian Spain. Um. Like, that's where the character is originally supposed to be from, according to the author of the books. So, 
awesome. They went from John Aston to um I forgot his name. Hey, <laughs> no, no. Oh, Luis Guzman? Luis Guzman. I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> yeah. They like went and you know, slid from from uh somebody that was kind of not like uh Gomez Adams to somebody who I think looks and and acts probably just like him. That's actually I think it's, really I think cool. it's gonna be awesome. That's actually really cool. Now, on the other side of the fence, and maybe you guys need to watch this if you haven't already. Have either of you seen the trailer for the Munsters? I was just going to talk about that. I I just right now I can't. I just I had can't. heard about it. I haven't seen it yet. It doesn't look right to me. I figured it looks, it looks fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> it's so fucked up and cheap. And it's like Rob Zombie directed it. I think that's the kitschy part of it. I think he means for it to look kind of cheap and 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 campy and everything. But yeah. I just, you know, once you see um, Al Lewis as Grandpa Munster, nobody else can play that part and look right. Right. Well, not just him, nobody but... else can play Fred Gwynn's part. Nobody right. else can play Yvonne DiCarlo's part with them even looking remotely correct. Yeah. Well, and the guy who's playing Herman Munster doesn't even sound like. Um, like the original actor at all now if you Fred remember Wood. they did one they did a series back in the 80s or early 90s and the guy had like a oh, i can't think of who he sounded like definitely didn't sound like fred gwynn but he sounded like somebody's whiny suburban dad <laughs> basically <laughs> so this is i don't know i don't even know what to expect from this but i'm not i don't know like i'm i'm kind of not I'm not fun, excited about it. The fun I'm not at all. The funny thing is that I predicted this about about six months ago. I said it's just a matter of time until someone makes a Monsters reboot. Well, I mean, it only makes sense with the laziness in Hollywood. Yeah. When it comes to like, hey, let's rehash everything. Yeah. Like it's like it's first off, like it wasn't good to begin with. Like, and secondly, like you know, like suddenly people are going to be like, oh my god. This is just like the golden age of television. <laughs> Which is worse, take rebooting a property that wasn't good to begin with or rebooting a property that should never have been touched again because it was done perfectly. I think it's worse to reboot one that was perfect. I don't yeah. see the problem in rebooting ones that were not good and making them good if that's what you do. Yeah. I think that there's room for that. But some of the stuff, I don't know, like some stuff is so bad, maybe they should just leave it the way it was. Yeah, because it was so bad. It was good. I'm surprised nobody's remade Gilligan's Island yet. <laughs> That's probably next. That's who on the you, way. Yeah. yeah. Who would you now cast? that I said it from my mouth to God's ear, man, somebody's going to make that shit. Who would you CBS cast? or whoever made Gilligan's Island is listening right now? Write that down. <laughs> who would play Gilligan in that? I'm thinking um, uh, Zach Braff. Yeah, I was thinking Zach Braff. Or uh, or what's his name? Oh, the one who was in Idiocracy. Oh, uh, Dak Shepard. Dak Shepard. He would Dak be another Shepherd one that I could see doing choice. it. Yeah, yeah, he would be a fine choice. Be, be between those two, I think. And the skipper would be. If it was um, if it was back in the day, John Goodman would have made a great skipper. Oh God, yeah. Now that he's like scarily thin, and like yeah, super work. super old looking. Yeah, it yeah, it. Well. Uh, I don't think it works as well. Roseanne would probably be a better skipper. Oh God, <laughs> and I can't stand her. Uh, let's see. I, I'm, God, it's like 
I'm very good at this when I'm when I'm not put under pressure. Yeah, you're not on the spot trying to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I forget everybody's name when somebody asks me a question. I'm like, uh, you know, the guy with the thing who was on the show, and you're like, yeah, I have no fucking. You just described the entirety of uh, show business. I have no idea. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, but that would be great, Gilligan's Island, and uh, but see, I like. I like to take whatever property it is and think and filter it through the stupidity of like the Hollywood executive world where they're like, you know, they're all coked up and they're sitting around some <laughs> huge table yeah. and they're like, all right, check it out. It's going to be Gilligan's Island. But instead of it being a, a real island, it's like an artificial island. And at the center, there's a volcano inside of that is a computer center, right? And it's really kind of like lost where it's like dark and gritty and everyone's like, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just feeling, I'm feeling this out, but I need you guys to think about this. What about Tequila Tequila as Miss Howl? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben. I jumped all over you there, buddy. I was going to say, this reminds me of, um, when I had my friends Rodrigo and Lucas over one time and we watched this movie called Dragon Ball Evolution. I don't know if you've seen it, but it was this live action uh, movie adaptation of Dragon Ball Z, which was fucking horrible. Something that should never happen. I mean, if, if they do it now, they could probably get it right, but they certainly did not do it right then. Like they got next to nothing about the show. Right. So we decided to make fun of it. We should like come up with our own movie plot that, is like similar to Dragon Ball Evolution in the way that it gets nothing about its source material right, but it will still be an automatically better movie. So we're just like, what what can we adapt and just like ruin? Could- so we decided to make a Five Nights at Freddy's movie trilogy. Um, it starts out pretty normal. Um, well, the first movie is pretty normal. Very slight differences. It involves um one character named William Afton, working with the Chinese government to get access to their secret experimental technology to give um, the killer animatronics ray gun blasters. Hmm. And um, the Chinese government will get access to Mars and Afton (laughs) will get uh, access to Earth to rule. You've already made Five Nights at Freddy's a thousand times more interesting to me, just in that short bit. Wait till yeah. I hear the, the, the second, you know, I, I'm, I'm just going to read. I have these notes that we took of the movies. I'm just, gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to read them all verbatim what they say. But, uh, we start off with the first movie, which is tentatively titled five nights at Freddy's movie. Very cool and super legit and epic. And this is all written in bullet <laughs> points. William Afton is trying to take over the world with his friend, Mr. Henry. I don't know if Mr. Henry is a character from the games. We might've made him up. Um, if like the five, five nights of Freddy's fans who are watching this right now, know, please correct us. Mr. Henry is very wealthy. So Afton needs his money to conquer the world, but doesn't want him to know that he's going to conquer the world with an animatronic factory. He codes the animatronics using basic JavaScript and HTML. And he hires um, people on the internet to teach him how to code. Um, they need a factory because Afton thinks they'll be so successful that they'll need a Freddy Fazbear's pizza restaurant in every city all over the world. And then they start working with the Chinese government. I already said that. He was originally planning to grind up cockroaches and mice in the restaurant to create the animatronics. 
but realized he enjoyed killing them and also realized he couldn't kill adults, so kills children because it's the next best thing to satiate his bloodlust. His ultimate plan is to get a jumpstart on world domination by at one moment having all the animatronics worldwide in each location go rogue and kill everyone in the restaurant simultaneously. He also plans to build the largest Freddy Fazbear's Pizza restaurant in the world, called Frederick Fazbearington's Fine Dining and Entertainment, and to invite <laughs> all the world leaders to the restaurant so he can kill them. The animatronics there are his finest. Then the scandal happens um, from the famous game, The Bite of 87. So he loses most slash all of his business, but he keeps the animatronic factory. Mr. Henry sells the company to the McDonald's Corporation in a desperate move, but then Mr. Henry becomes sad once Afton is gone and decides to kill himself. Afton's eczema is also getting really bad, and turning dark. him purple. <laughs> <laughs> He's also secretly paying dermatologists to get better cream for his eczema, but it is almost incurable. He also had a wife and kids, but they don't know where he is because he disappeared. Afton gets too focused on his work and forgets about his family. His son Michael, who is technically the main character of the story now, begins developing blue spots in his body because of his eczema. It runs in the family. So Michael decides to look for his father and goes to the last pizzeria in the world, which is called the Pizzeria Simulator. I think that's a reference to the games. He orders a pizza for himself because he's very depressed, but also gets drunk because he brought alcohol with him. He finds a blaster and takes a bunch of ammo, but he's still drunk and then eventually passes out. When he wakes up, he's being held in a prison cell with animatronics guarding it. And in a hungover slash depressed rage, he breaks the bars open and destroys the animatronics. He finds another blaster and kills the others until he finds and kills an animatronic named Ennard. When he finds Afton, his father, he is in a computer room coding while rotting and also half animatronic and mm. also turned fully purple. There's a quote from him that says, Son, why are you doing this? We could rule the world. I am dying and you'll have to continue the business after I die. Michael refuses and pushes him into an animatronic machine, damaging the machine, breaking the batteries of the power generators, which causes an earthquake destroying the factory. Michael escapes and goes back to his family, telling his mom and sibling everything that happened. He left with some secret documents and realizes everything his father was planning. And then in a post credit scene of Move Over Marvel, it is revealed that Afton survived the destruction of the animatronic machine and is becoming the character Springtrap. So that's number one. Not so far. <laughs> he thought it was the whole series. I, yeah, I, well, it, it sounds like you literally wrote a treatment for a film um, uh, in bullet point form, nonetheless. It gets more um, incoherent as it goes on. <laughs> What was that movie, Mike, that we watched um, with Nick Cage in it where he's fighting the... Uh, Willy's Wonderland? Willy's Wonderland. Have oh, you my God, that it? movie. Oh, what a masterpiece. What a completely insane, absurd, ridiculous, idiotic masterpiece that movie is. Just, there was also the Banana Splits movie. I haven't which, seen that. I've heard that that's similar. Yeah, they took those Hanna-Barbera characters, the banana yeah, splits, and just that. said, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah, just do that. <laughs> and they didn't have the budget to make it into a full theatrical movie, and you can tell. So they made it into a TV <laughs> movie, and it is garbage. I mean, maybe I'm in the wrong. Maybe it's actually really good, but I 
really hated it because you can tell like because i think it was made by warner brothers and then they lost the rights to the fnaf movie that they were making so they said well let's just repurpose that script into literally anything else what can we repurpose (laughs) banana splits that was just in the warner brothers backlog just like that's vaguely creepy let's ruin a bunch of 70s kids childhoods (laughs) <laughs> did you see that they're making like a live action creepy like winnie the pooh yes oh my god i what? hate yeah. that dude that's horrifying look that shit up about. right look that shit up right All now right. Like, you really like, should yeah because the winnie the pooh is so creepy live it's action. awesome it's literally called winnie the pooh blood and honey <laughs> blood and honey this is a very interactive episode, everybody, where you have to be sitting in front of the computer. We should have told you that at the beginning. Wait, <laughs> or have there. your phone handy. Well, there's a movie called Christopher Robin with a cute little fuzzy bear that doesn't look no, no, no. terrifying. This, ain't, this ain't cute and fuzzy. The, the blood and honey one looks absolutely horrific. Yeah. It's like this porcelain mask or something, right? I thought it was a joke when I first saw it. Yeah, so did I. Is it it's meant hella to, creepy? Is it a horror movie? Is it supposed to be a horror? I believe movie? so. Yes. Is it put out by Disney? No. How the hell no. can they get away with it then? Because Winnie the Pooh became um public domain. Oh. Not Disney's version. They still own the rights a. A. to their Milnes. specific yeah, Disney a. A. version. Milnes. Yeah, the hair, yeah, that the version. Books, public domain. So they're using that version. Gotcha. But because of that, they can't use characters like Tigger or anything or like Eeyore. But apparently they are going to have a scene where Eeyore is mentioned. Um, Apparently Pooh and Piglet eat Eeyore alive, which I am very (laughs) angry about because Eeyore is my favorite Winnie the Pooh character. But we're apparently going to see Eeyore's tombstone in the film. Wow. Well, I absolutely have to watch that movie. I mean, there's no doubt well, of in my course. mind. I'm surprised that, that slipped that. by you and you didn't know about it. No, I was unaware of that one. Yeah. That's really funny. because I, I kind usually, of envy you because of that. Yeah, I, I, I'd actually <laughs> rather not know any more about it and watch it blind, you know, than to <laughs> watch a trailer. Because a lot of times, like, trailers tend to sort of spoil moments that you're because you're, you're sitting there waiting for them when you're watching the movie. Like, and of course, I, they put most of the best stuff in the trailer. Oh, especially way, comedies. Yeah, especially that way, comedies. you know, you'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, here, we'll show you all the in-between stuff. You'd be like, this looks terrible. <laughs> no way I'm watching it. Yeah, they just <laughs> only show expositionary scenes. Somebody <laughs> should do that. Somebody should have a YouTube channel where they remake all movie trailers with stuff that doesn't have any, <laughs> any you know, comedic value or action value or whatever in it and yes. just remake just, them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like just, trailers for comedy movies, they just show all the worst jokes, but also the most marketable <laughs> jokes, yeah. I guess. And scenes where they're just sitting looking at each other and shit like... Well, and also, yeah, this depends. isn't funny at all. Like, say, say you're the editor, and you're given that content, and pretty much they're like, just, you know, find these points and set them out, and and then edit them, and those will be the moments that we want to put together. So you're sitting there and you're watching like Jack and Jill, that Adam Sandler movie, and you have to. Your challenge is to find the funny stuff. <laughs> it's a, you know it's like <laughs> <"Shit."> <laughs> i can't do this it's not possible 
because there is no funny like the funniest part was all the idiots that went to go see that movie in the theater and adam sandler laughing at them as he fans <laughs> his money around yeah didn't he play both parts yes and he was like a lady and a guy but he doesn't have the 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 range or the shops to really. It's, I'm just imagining crazy teabag in the mouth guy with the fucking wig on and the dress, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. this is all I know how to do. <laughs> <laughs> and that um, other movie that he did, Blood Diamond or whatever, it's basically the same. Like, I, I can't imagine him doing anything but making stupid you know, comedy movies where he is just exactly who he was on the comedy albums. Well, you know, he, he actually, there's a couple of movies. One's called Spanglish. The other one is called punch drunk love Mm -hmm. where he really, I think he takes a a very um, serious turn, you know, and, and, and actually doesn't like do that stupid voice thing that he does where he's sort of <laughs> low grade screaming uh, but I like the stairs yeah, it's, he's not whiny he just comes off as pathetic in this movie but that's the point because this uh, uh, in Punch Drunk Love because he's a broken man but he's actually a good actor it's surprising it's just that he doesn't bother to take those kinds of scripts and I guess the re- I'm guessing the reason why is because it's too much hard work and he just wants to make movies with his friends that are fun to be on like he doesn't yeah. care if they're good movies he just wants to have fun with his friends which I can actually understand. he's like let's make grown-ups 36 yeah <laughs> the first 35 of them weren't enough yeah but I mean I still have a great a place in my heart for Billy Madison and especially Happy Gilmore oh, of course you know have you seen either of those, Ben? Um, I have not. I've seen the bad Adam Sandler movies. I saw Pixels in theaters when I was a little kid oh, wow. before I saw any of these movies. Pixels. And uh, not the best first impression. Yeah, no. Billy Madison and uh, and Happy Gilmore are definitely two must-sees if you really want to get a feeling for his funny stuff. For his the peak of his career, yeah. Yeah. Like, I would say what, like ninety-two to ninety-eight, maybe two thousand. Somewhere in that, yeah, somewhere in that range. Yeah, he started out on SNL. He actually didn't start out on SNL, but he was on SNL during one of the great eras of SNL. And, oh, yeah, the, the literally the second great era that loved yeah. the show, like yeah, right Tim before Meadows. it started to super suck. Yeah, they had Tim Tim Meadows, Chris Farley, David Spade um um phil hartman phil hartman uh uh did i say chris farley i think i did yes um he's worth mentioning twice he was a big guy norm mcdonald norm mcdonald was Mm -hmm. on there for at least part of that i think um dennis miller might have been on for part of that run too but he wasn't that funny i think dennis miller was a holdover from the early 80s and yeah. still managed to to get in there yeah but i didn't i i've never really found dennis miller to be that funny he's very snide he's, he's snarky and he's, condescending he's absolutely the worst part about joe dirt <laughs> like truth truth right? yeah that's he's a great like, movie <laughs> great movie excellent you know. movie but absolutely so annoying in that movie I watched, what was it? He says something to the effect of like, 
I watched Andromeda Strain last night to bathe myself in the deep insecurity and horror that is your It's not life, a bad Joe. impression. <laughs> I would say for Adam Sandler, probably once you get to Big Daddy, that movie was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, right. it had its moments, but that's where yeah. it started to fall off. Yeah, and then like there was like Little Nicky. Oh, that, yeah. dude, that movie is so bad. I watched that movie with a head injury. Yeah, well, that's the only way to do it, I think. <laughs> yeah, I had a minor head injury. And then you I had a worse head injury when you were done. Yeah. yeah. You were like, this fucked my brain oh, up. It scrambled no. everything. Yeah. Although Bedtime Stories is actually a pretty good movie. Is it? From, uh, from a more recent one, yeah. I will absolutely. It's cute. It's a cute family type thing. I will admit that Click got me in my feels, man. It, it got to me because it was like all about like redemption and this guy throwing his life away. And it just, I saw that, that so long ago. I can barely remember it. It's just something about it. Like resonated it clicked for me. you. Yeah. It clicked <laughs> right. for me. It clicked. Yeah. Yeah. Something about click clicked for me. Plus Walken's in it. And I enjoy anything Walken does. So, <laughs> you know, you gotta press the button now him and joe dirt is fucking classic too yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he gets the boner when he's supposed to be dead There's that part where he's like that fire in the classroom starts he's like out in the hallway talking to himself he's like what was that you said to me oh no that's the wrong tone you're talking to me all wrong you're talking to me all wrong it's the wrong tone do it again Stab me in the gums with a soldering iron. <laughs> you make me want to go watch that. I got to go see if that's on any of my uh, shit on my TV. I, I feel like we need to do a new podcast, Mike, like an additional podcast. Wow. Uh, where we just review good movies. Like, just take apart good movies. Like, another one. Actually, this is one... Um, them that we should try to watch when I'm visiting in in November. Uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. I've heard of that one. It's, it's yeah, it's a classic. It's uh, one of my... Kurt Russell's a douche in real life. <laughs> yeah, but it's a classic movie. I've come to learn to let that shit go. I, that person could be a douche, but if I enjoy some of their work, you know, I have to realize that 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 enjoyment wasn't just that actor. That was the whole cast and crew. You know what I mean? I often like, wondered how they got away with the people at um, Capcom or whoever it was that made Mortal Kombat was stealing the Raiden character from that movie. Yeah, that is Raiden. Yeah, it's totally Raiden. Absolutely. Raiden. If it wasn't, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's Fucking hat, the, the lightning bolts, the whole nine yards. Yeah, even the outfit. Yeah. You know, it's got the cape. Yep. Well, you know, Mortal Kombat was originally supposed to be a video game based on the movie Bloodsport, but mm. they didn't get the rights to it. So they said, OK, let's just make our own thing. That's even gorier than it would have been. So they, just re- they just replaced the, the sprites with ones that fit their new character design. Yeah, like I guess Liu Kang was supposed to be um, Jean-Claude Van Damme. No shit. Hmm. Hey, you learned something about something you thought you knew a lot about, right? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, in terms of how to Adam Sandler stuff, just to close off that tangent, um, I don't doubt he's probably been in a lot of good movies, movies that I have not seen, but I probably should. But just in general, if if you do like Adam Sandler as an actor, 
I don't want to say that you have a low IQ, but you have a low IQ. Well, uh, a point taken. Uh, I will accept your criticism <laughs> and shoot back with this. Nah. <laughs> oh, hey, by the way, did I mention we're still not done with the stupid ass Five Nights at Freddy shit? Oh, wow. You have more? Yes. All right. Go for it. He's like, I got five more movies. No, we got yeah. two more. Okay. But, uh, and, and this is much shorter, <laughs> I think. But uh, it gets the point across very well. You'll find them very interesting. The second movie is called World War Freddy. Um, in the sequel, the Chinese government comes back and they use the secret animatronic technology to invade California. And they also blow up Washington, D.C. Then a far-right terrorist organization takes over the USA, causing World War III and turning the world into a post-apocalyptic hellscape. Everybody blames Asian people for the situation because of the Chinese government, so they cause a mass genocide, and the souls of the dead Asian people go into the animatronics that have been buried underground in the destruction of the factory from the first movie. Oh and they all God. come out and become undead samurai animatronics. That sounds so much like a concept I had for a comic book years and years ago. Holy shit. <laughs> I also like how this pretty much has nothing to do with Five Nights at Freddy's yet. No. Moving on. <laughs> the next bullet point starts with the animatronic war ensues. In the nuclear fallout, people get mutations, so they must fuse themselves with the animatronics to survive. Meanwhile, William Afton, as Springtrap, is transporting his brain into a cyber brain, which he will implant into Scott Cawthon, who in real life is the creator of the game, allowing him to control it. Because the cyber brain is so powerful, he is using it to uplink it to all of his factories in the world. But that doesn't happen because his plan is eventually foiled. It doesn't say how because we never got to that. But the human survivors team up against Afton and supposedly kill him. The movie, for some reason, has very deep political undertones and has lots of philosoph philosophical anti-war messages. And then the final um, part here, it's just called the completely batshit third movie. <laughs> so, 1,000 years after the second movie, there is a race of hyper-intelligent, mutated, animatronic humans who are cult leaders worshipping William Afton, his life, and his creations building him an underground temple in Antarctica, where they rebuilt his body into a super animatronic, which is also a new factory creating android replicas of Scott Cawthon that seek the real Scott Cawthon to keep him alive. Then there is also an ancient scroll stating that the prophecy is bound to unfold. That prophecy states that there will be one born with mythical abilities that will not be used. This is the Dragon Ball evolution kicking in. That man was Scott Cawthon, which explains how he was not mutated by the nuclear fallout in the animatronic war. Afton is trying to hack the technology based on the animatronic technology so he can get Scott Cawthon's DNA to clone him and merge with him slash absorb him into himself because of his obsession with him while also seeking to cure his eczema once and for all. <laughs> then once things get out of hand in ways that we also did not write, the timeline of the multiverse is reset which leads to the creation of the canon FNAF timeline from the games that we now know. In that timeline, though, there are still remnants of that lingering timeline, which will be Easter eggs in the real Five Nights at Freddy's movie that will never happen because Scott Cawthon is fucking inept. The end. <laughs> 
you almost kind of have like a backrooms thing going on there. Like there's like these creeping tendrils of of the game featuring an actual reality and shit. I'm going to be honest with you. I just have no idea what the hell I even read. I just kind of like word vomited what was in the notes app that I have here. <laughs> and it's kind of like it's coming out and I'm not going to comprehend any of it. <laughs> yeah, I try to uh, take notes in the middle of the night. <laughs> like uh, wake up like with a great idea for something and I'll try to write it down and then I'll read it the next morning. And I mean, some of the dumbest stuff, like I used to try to keep track of my dreams. So I woke up one morning and it said, spicy bedrooms have French loaf. I was like, what the hell does that mean? I don't know what that means, but my brain produced those words in that order. Spicy bedrooms require French loaf. Quick question. Was hmm. this inspired? Did did you have this thought sometime after you were introduced to the Spicy Sonic channel? No, this was years and years ago. Okay, I was gonna say, had you had you done some spice beforehand? <laughs> yeah, yeah man, yeah, man. I did some, uh, I did some spice, man. I was like a guilt helmsman, man. I was fucking, <laughs> I was fucking, got I my bad spice all day up in my mind. Yeah, man. It's just like this spice. Cool, you know, it's like oh, man, yeah, man, it's cool. <laughs> that's an actual you sound, high laugh. No, that sounded like someone who just huffed paint. Oh my god, the worst. Oh, the huffers, the huffers oh, I went to high school with. I remember there was this guy who would sit there with a big disposable lighter and push the trigger on it and try to breathe the infumes <laughs> so he could get high. I, was, I mean, well, hey, I mean, it's not their fault that shit smells so good. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's so weird, though. I mean, some of the choices that people make, I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, because back then there was no internet. So you would hear yeah. of somebody would be like, dude, I heard you could get high if. Uh. Yeah, if you smoke banana peels, man. And it would be like the most ludicrous shit and people would do it. Yep. Yep. You got to eat like eight pounds of nutmeg, bro. I'm telling you. (laughs) Later when you're puking blood. (laughs) It's almost amazing. I haven't had a solid bowel movement in weeks. (laughs) It's almost amazing we haven't gone extinct yet. Uh, Yeah, it is actually. (laughs) Sometimes I actually really wonder. Well, especially with some of the shit that I hear on a daily basis, uh, I do wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's all be lemmings and just jump off the cliff together. That's what we'll do. <laughs> that, that's the that's the idea. <laughs> XR1, what is our status? That's you, metalhead. I thought my name was Do Not Know. No, for God's sake, your name is XR1. Oh. What is our current st- heading? Uh, hello. Uh, excuse me. Oh, uh, someone's... Are, you, are you the captain of this ship? Yes, I am. Uh, hello. My name is Roy Johnson. Um, I just want to know if we would be at uh, our new destination soon. Yeah, soon. Why are you climbing through the air ducts, young man? Uh, because I'm very small and I enjoy being up here because it's easy to fit in here. My whole family's living in here now. 
Um, would you like to meet my, my parents? Uh, well, Only there's... if you agree to blow your fucking nose. Um, I didn't think I have a nose. I think I lost it in um, the accident, which will not be named because I forgot about it. But anyway, I would like to meet my father, Boris Johnson. Hello, I'm Boris Johnson. I only have a slightly lower-pitched voice. It's very hard to do, I just realized. Yeah, and there's, there's my mother, um, John Quavius Johnson. Say hello, mother. Hello, I'm, uh, I'm his mother. I have a very, uh, my family is, I fucking hate them. I, 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 I regret marrying Boris so much. You need to help Were me. Were you born with a penis? Um... I don't know. I haven't looked down there very much, but um, yeah, my life is just kind of like sparing out. Anyway, um, there's also my little brother Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson. Hello, say say hello, Jimmy. Uh, he's not very good with English. Um, he may have also been affected by that the accident. We may have been exposed to certain You're space chemicals. You're starting to slip into the Queen Mother. The what? You're starting to slip into the Queen Mother's voice. Oh, you've become... Oh, no! We've all become old British ladies! Oh, no! Why is the captain transforming into me? Oh, no! Oh, look at the baby! Oh, so cute! Why oh. are there so many clones of myself? I don't like this! Jimmy, can you please kill them all? You're very strong, Jimmy. I know you're very capable of that. Holy shit, you fucking obliterated all of them. I didn't even know you could do that. Fuck he's, that, that's not compute. He's stuck in my torso. He's just kicking his legs. Jimmy, pull yourself out of there. We need to be presentable for our captain or else he'll kick us out. We don't want to be lost to the vacuum of space again. Again? How many times have you been trapped in space? Um, father, how many times? I've lost track of counts on... But one of them sent us to Ireland, and that's how I got my accent. That is the worst Irish accent I've ever heard. Well, I was only in there for one day. Ireland, deep space, wherever you're going, you're snowways on my ship. And I don't understand where you're thinking to go, and what you think you're doing on my ship. Well, we just want somewhere new to live, I guess. I mean, Alpha Centauri, Earth, you know, I don't really care where we go at this point. Well, we can't go back to Earth. It's a one-way trip to Alpha Centauri. And I can't just throw you out into the vacuum of space, despite the fact you seem to have survived having that done to you multiple times. But I can't just have stowaways living in the ductwork of my ship. It's dangerous. And besides the fact, there's rats in there. Big ones. Where no, it's I? okay. I love rats. I think we might be them. I don't know. You do look rather strange. You might be rats, yes. But if the rats have gained sentience, then what does that say about the other creatures down in the, the lower holes? You oh, are God. fucked. Yes. We need to send a search party down there immediately. You, Johnsons, come with us. Okay, come on, everybody. All right, I'm gonna come at these assholes, all right. No, no, it'll be, it'll be very fun. Don't worry about it. Okay, here we are on the lower decks. My sensors detect a life form. Oh no! There it is! What the hell is that? 
Or that's just Jimmy. Well, it looks like about him. Looks like I mean, a you big, probably should. Looks like a big penis. Again, that's just Jimmy. All right, folks, we're going to play a round of Would You Rather. Uh, so this is the game where we pose an impossible series of questions to one another. These questions are ones where some miraculous or horrible event or condition takes place, and you have to choose between two unlikely scenarios <laughs> and weigh the possible pros and cons of these options and make a final decision as to there what is no winner and there it's are no just winners. it's just what's less worse <laughs> would you rather meet roy johnson or become him <laughs> oh god well i feel like Ray, roy johnson wouldn't go away <laughs> like he'd really really overstay his welcome and once Probably. he knew and once he knew where you lived it would pretty much be a constant hassle yeah, I mean, we we had to kill him on the YouTube channel. That's yeah, how bad it got. That's right. Very, very, very violently. As I, I mean, we all hated him from the start. I mean, I was dead <laughs> for that point. So uh, Jason and Ross hated him, but uh, their word is um pretty much final. Yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> mm, but to be him, I feel I'd like rather it, be him because then I wouldn't be annoyed. I think it was normal. Yeah, and I think that if you were Roy Johnson, you kind of have a sort of bliss going through your head at all times because he's kind of empty-headed. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right, I'm going to go with Roy being Roy Johnson, which is my new favorite uh, punk progressive rock band title. For, <laughs> yeah. yeah, being Roy Johnson. Detroit become Roy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, your turn. Give me a give me a second. All right. I don't think I did this one before, but it's the first one that popped in my head, and it's one of my favorites. Would you rather have to crap the size of a large watermelon every time or sweat mayonnaise? You have done this one before. I know, but it's such a good one. So we're doing it again. Okay. Well, I think I think we determined before. When we discussed this, that if you ha even in a cold climate, mayonnaise sweating would be lethal because you'd be like growing all this bacteria and like like all this gross shit on your skin. Well, you just got to fucking shower like a normal person. Shower like a normal person. You could break a sweat at anything, and mayo will start to grow or start to <laughs> emit from your pores. That's horrifying. That's horrible. <laughs> so it'd be better to have your asshole stretched out the size of a watermelon every time you shit. Well, well, here's the thing. We need to weigh the pros and cons of both. Well, there there are no real pros, but no. Not just really. a, yeah, just... say, what are pros? Having my asshole prolapsed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're into that sort of thing, I can't Looking judge. Looking like goatsy. But... Oh, God. Um, well, <laughs> what we can do is we can look at the cons and we can compare and contrast, right? Yeah. So having your asshole stretched out with the, the watermelon shit, um, that would technically mean that you cannot use a public restroom ever again. But that's probably for the best. And oh, um, it'd be hell cleaning it. Your asshole, that is, after it touched the public toilet. Well, it'll be 
uh, it'll hell to clean anything involving that. <laughs> it, it'd be like it'd be like a new nuclear explosion. You know, you got Hiroshima, Nagasaki, public restroom. There you is know? a pro to it. If you were really into thieving, you could probably shoplift quite easily with a rectum that size. <laughs> no. You need a basketball? No problem oh, yeah. at all. Basketball might not even be big enough to touch the sides. You're going to have to tie off the end of it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a real black hole. <laughs> <laughs> like you're dragging a fucking army duffel bag behind you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But But I think, like, at a certain point, you would be very difficult for you to move around. Cause, I don't know, because there'd be like, you should be all truncated and hanging out. Yeah, you have to walk laps. differently. Yeah, you need like a truss or something. You have to walk like a 50s cartoon character. <laughs> Maybe that's why. All you need to do is hire somebody to walk behind you with a wheelbarrow all the time. <laughs> You'll be just fine. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got to collect the watermelons that you shit out. True. Yeah. Uh, they are very tasty. Well, we need to establish this. Are they actual watermelons coming out of you, or are they no, like actual it's, feces? It's crap. It's crap the size of, of a, like a large watermelon. Okay. You, know, you would need a very special set of plumbing in your home <laughs> to like flush you would, down a watermelon. Yeah. So you need like one thing you would definitely need is a macy a macerator, which is uh, this thing that goes into plumbing. It grinds up material into something finer. It's used in like water treatment plants and shit. Um, so you'd need one of those under your home, like directly under your toilet, basically. That just dumps in there, like, you know, and just gets ground down. Well, naturally, because yeah, if you tried to flush something that size, it wouldn't make it very far. I think your toilet would explode. It wouldn't even, it would just like clunk down into the drain and just sit there in the bowl. It wouldn't even go any further. So, yeah, either that or you'd have to have your poop knife and be in there sectioning it. (laughs) Yeah, get like a turkey cutter, like one of those electric ones is like, like little reciprocal saws. Oh, you'd have to shit on a garbage disposal and then have it go down into the toilet. (laughs) Turn your toilet into like a makeshift paper shredder. (laughs) (laughs) Just rev that thing up and just like, oh, it's it's time. I feel it. I feel a storm brewing. You go into yeah. the bathroom, you know, rub it up. Yeah, yeah, And uh, just let it rip, <laughs> and everything will be fine. You got a two-stroke gasoline engine that you have to like a pull cord to start it, just <laughs> built into your toilet. Now, of course, we also have to consider the how the painfulness of this. But I would imagine if this is just like a lifelong thing that you have to deal with, and this happens like every day on like a daily basis, probably twice a day. Let's if you're say. regular, if you're regular. Yeah, maybe three times a day. If you do this that many times, then I think you would just be immune to the pain at that point. Yeah. It's like you wouldn't really have to worry about it. Maybe. Yeah, you'd probably get used to it. I think every now and again you eat peanuts and you get one of them sharp shards that goes down through and rips its way through, and then it hurts. Well, yeah, but that happens anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's... Let's discuss the sweating mayonnaise thing. Yeah. Now this, with this, you probably could never go out anywhere public ever again. Or just, I would have to move from California if that happened to me. Because, you know, with the heat, you can't be doing that. You'd, you'd be a freak. You'd be, you'd be covered in mayonnaise, first of all. 
which nobody wants to be covered in mayonnaise. Like you can't have that coming out of you. There was a point in time in my life where I would have been covered in mayonnaise because I loved it. I mean, at some point people would think that you're sweating semen or something. Except Ah. you don't smell like a whipping willow tree. So they would, they'd be able to figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) Is, Is that a universally accepted thing that weeping willow trees smell like semen? I didn't even know that. Yeah. I don't. I think they do. You've never smelled a whipping willow tree? I've never even seen a whipping willow tree. I don't think they exist in California. I have, but it's been so long. I guess I just don't know. I was going to say, I know you smell jizz. You tell me you haven't, you're lying. Of course, but that's not relevant to the tree aspect. Well, sure it is, because then you have something to compare the tree to. Well, sure, but I'm saying that I don't remember what it smells like because it's been like 15 years. Next time you come over to my house, there's a whooping wheel tree right up the street. We'll go up there and you can smell it. And then you'll be like, come over, huh? It smells like jizz. You you know, hey, what we do in the privacy of my home. (laughs) What we do do in the shadows. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, onwards with the mayonnaise argument. So, so yeah, yeah, it would be horrible. And my argument is that even if you kept yourself very clean, like three, eight showers a day, and you're in a cold climate. Antiperspirant still works, by the way. Of course it does. But that yeah, but how it... much does that really prevent you from sweating? Not right. much. Right. Maybe it enough. Just, it just makes the sweat more tolerable to other people who have to smell. You imagine how gross swamp ass would be if it was mayonnaise? Oh, oh my God. God. Why did you say that? I got a clammy secretion in between my butt cheeks. Oh, Oh, the pain. I never Uh, thought I would hear mayonnaise swamp ass in my life, but there's a lot of other things that I thought I would never hear. So that's not too off limits. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. I I just don't know if I can handle that like emotionally right now. Feel a little sad. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad. My day <laughs> swamp ass. <laughs> you would need like disposable paper clothing. Just take it, it off. It would seep through. It well, it would seep through anyway. Just well, go yeah. live in a cold. Go live in a cold climate. Have you, well, yeah. I don't know that you've ever been in a pretty cold climate, Ben, in the winter. But like when you're in like jeans that are like cold and they're frozen to your body and trying to peel those off your body it's like ah, you know well, here's and- the thing if you live in that cold environment yes theoretically you wouldn't sweat but then what do you do when you go inside right. air conditioning might be pretty hot that might make you work up a little sweat and what if you're taking a hot shower and you have to consider that in a hot shower well, a hot shower is not- a must because that makes the mayonnaise melt off of you well true <laughs> but the the heat like when you're in that like hot environment or like when you're in a hot tub or whatever, you don't really notice, but you're still sweating. Yeah, your like, pores are opened wide. You don't feel it because you're in a body of water, so it makes no difference, but you'd still be sweating. So theoretically, there's like a greasy cloud floating around you in the pool or in the shower, like because <laughs> it's you know, yeah, from at that the, point, uh, nobody, will, the oil. nobody will be able to distinguish it. Think all the way around. This was a lot more in depth than we went the last time with it, and it's sure. a lot more gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably because yeah. I'm here, but who knows? I uh, I'm gonna go with shitting things the size of watermelons. I don't know. I think that's yeah, gotta I see, be it. I see no value in the mayonnaise situation <laughs> because, like I was gonna say, you'd still be the, the shower would be like have no effect. 
because you'd still be sweating and mayonnaise would still be coming out of you constantly. And let's go back to the living in the cold area thing. What if you just got done working, getting your sweat on or like if you're working out and then what if you go outside in the cold? You'd have to live a sedentary sedentary mayonnaise man. Yeah, you'll have like crispy layer of frozen mayonnaise around your skin. Oh, that sounds delicious. Uh, sounds delicious, but also disgusting because uh, that crispy mayonnaise and it's probably salty, too, because, you know, sweat is salty. Yeah. No one said that your other like glands aren't still working. So you'd be producing sweat and like there'd be dead skin and like it might not even be mayonnaise at that point. It's just this disgusting, like homunculus recipe fluid. Yeah. (laughs) God. All right, time to move on to mine. Uh, (laughs) Because, uh, yeah. Um, Please. Would you rather have to eat an entire big bag, like a big bag of uh, candy corn every week for the rest of your life? Well, you wouldn't live long because you'd be fucking so diabetic that you would die. Or, (laughs) Or you can only, you only have to eat one candy corn but it's the size of a boat. <laughs> now, do I have to do that every week or just once? Just once, but you have to finish it. Why'd it have to be candy corn? <laughs> yeah, candy corn's fucking gross. That's it fucking why it sucks. That's why it sucks no matter what you choose. Like, uh, I could have been like, like a nice Hershey's Kisses or something like that. Or M&M's. Oh, you get tired of whatever it was real quick. Yeah. Even if it was something well, yeah, you it, liked. It's, anything is automatically better than candy corn. <laughs> yeah. That's like a universal. Like there are people in like the poorest countries in the world who are starving and you give them candy corn and they would give you just a look of hate. <laughs> what the like, fuck? If I were like a that shit, yeah. If I were like a starving kid in Africa and somebody from America came down with like the like a food fundraiser, don't worry, we have food for you. And they gave me like a singular candy corn. I think I might slap that shit out of their hand. Like I'd become a I'd become a cannibal. (laughs) Yeah, that that that's the the final straw. You're done, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, our main food stuffs here are candy corn, circus peanuts, and those weird sort of coconut snowball things. Yeah. Uh, candy corn is like the fruitcake of candies. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone Ugh. thinks that you should have it. Like I, I used to, you know what I used to do to keep people away from my desk at work is I'd have a bowl full of, of, of candy corn. My kids love it. Really? Yeah. Um, they absolutely love it. And I'm like, I don't understand where you get that from. I think my mom did that last it's Halloween. It's just gross. It's just decor at that point. Yeah, it's just it's just Nobody decoration, it. right? Yeah, it's it's like a little splash color. I mean, you know, no one wants to eat it. Maybe like if you're really sort of not thinking, you'll like dip your hand in and eat one. But then afterwards, you're like, "What the fuck did I do that for?" That was it's tasted like, like pure sugar. Yeah, it's like if your taste buds had post nut clarity. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, we've we've we we've dissed candy corn long enough. Let's get yeah. into the would you rather. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So let's talk about the bag of candy a week. A week? Yeah, every week. Dude, yeah, God. this is the fuck. That's why I say you're gonna get diabetes. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Either way. Yeah, I think yeah. with the with the larger candy corn, you might be able to 
put it off a little longer because you have forever to eat it. But then, you know, what's going to happen. You're going to cut into that shit. And then the outside layer of it's going to get really hard. So like every time you go to eat it, you're going to have like, I guess you could technically grate it up into other foods. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight on my my spaghetti bolognese, I would like a fine grating. Yeah, half a pound of candy corn. Candy corn. Yeah. (laughs) Shavings. You 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 could possibly use that boat sized candy corn to like become the greatest chef in the world, but every single one of your recipes has to like have like one. Well, the bad point thing one, is point one percent of candy corn put into it. The bad thing is you have to fucking eat it. You can make all this food, but you can't give it to anybody else. It's yours. Yeah, you have to True. eat the whole thing. But well, if you're also, making better food with it, okay, then, I'm gonna take option C. I'm just gonna kill myself at that point. That's not an option. At at you have to make the choice. You're free to kill yourself after you. I'm going to take the giant candy corn. That's my choice. I'm going to take with a pulley system and put it on a fucking rope way up above me and let go and let it crush me into the ground. (laughs) Well, how about this? How about this option C? (laughs) You didn't specifically say, well, I guess you did, but it doesn't matter if we put the candy corn in our mouth as long as it's in our body and we're ingesting it. So what if I shove it up my stretched asshole from the watermelon? I I knew you were going to say your asshole. I knew it. I don't know how I knew you were going that way, but I did. Well, I felt well, it because coming. Because you brought it up. <laughs> well, that's only take gonna... that take that shit reckless. Uh, boof it. Isn't yeah. that what? Isn't that what it yeah. is? Boofing. Yeah, it's boofing. <laughs> boofing. So you're, yeah, you're gonna. Let's, boofing is when. Okay, so this is something that only like really, really hardcore drug people do, but they'll take like whatever drug they're doing. And Brett Kavanaugh, don't like forget him. Coke, coke or heroin or whatever. And they'll inject it or shoot it up their ass or stuff it up their ass or something. And there's very vascular down there. So it absorbs into the bloodstream really, really fast. I'm not kidding you, dude. People really, truly do this. It's the funniest image. I mean, yeah. And your body breaks stuff down that way, too. Uh, It's just that I don't think there's, you know... The satisfaction you get of eating something—I don't know, because otherwise, why wouldn't why wouldn't you just be like, ah, I'm not gonna have time to eat today. I'm just gonna take and jam my lunch up my ass. You'd be surprised <laughs> who would be interested in that kind of stuff. Again, yeah. DeviantArt, just go, just go back there. Yeah. <laughs> this whole podcast has circled back around. If I can't kill myself, I'm gonna grind it up slowly and put it in food. That yeah, was I mean, my solution. I think either way, option B is still the best way to go. Yeah, barely. Well, you neither of them are good, but like put a gun to my head. I mean, either way, I'd still say shoot me, but I guess I'd say option B. (laughs) Don't put a gun to my head. That's giving me the easy out on that one. It's like it's like, have you seen that um, that that Wikipedia article? Um, They were talking about um, the happy feet, happy feet to the Wikipedia article. It's the funniest thing. If you go to that Wikipedia article, they were talking about a potential happy feet three. And it was under something that said canceled sequel. And the director, who was George Miller, by the way, who did Mad Max, um, surprisingly enough, he was talking that about is it. And, weird. <laughs> and the, the article reads, when asked about a potential Happy Feet 3, um, he said something along the lines of, if you put a gun to my head and told me you have to make the plot for Happy Feet 3, I'd say shoot me. <laughs> and that is one of the funniest things that I have read in my life. 
I think about that like on a daily basis. I like the idea of somebody breaking into his house. If you don't make Happy Feet three, I will kill you. <laughs> Just like do it, please. I want nothing more to do with it. Those damn penguins have ruined my life forever. <laughs> the reason why I would choose option B is mm-hmm. because while it is just heinous and horrendous and horrible and it's undoubtedly going to get clogged full of bugs and dirt and grime and filth and hair yeah, we didn't even discuss the the hygienic part of it right not like that matters much because it's still disgusting it's but- disgusting no matter what but it's just like levels of depravity as it gets worse and worse. starts to break down into uh syrup yeah. with heat and everything yeah yeah so this horrible thing that you have to put yourself through but there's an end in sight there's hope you could finish it before you die if you have to eat the bag every week you might as well be eating the giant thing anyway for the amount of fucking candy corn you got to eat but it's a meter dose every week and you can never stop you can take breaks whenever you want with the giant candy corn. You could take a year off if you wanted. Be like, fuck it. For the next year, I'm like, not- you can't die till you finish it. Oh, I would live forever. The curse. That's the curse. Yeah, you have to yeah, finish immortality via candy corn. Oh, and if someone else eats it, you have to eat their leavings. You have to eat their shit. Oh, God. Oh, I thought In you were going to say if somebody else eats it, you get a whole nother one. Oh god, that's so much in addition to what's left of the first one. (laughs) That's worse than eating shit. Congratulations. Congratulations. You ate all the candy corn. Here's your prize. More candy corn. (laughs) That is a good reason at that point to end it all, I think. Yeah, but then you find you're already dead and you were in hell this entire time. That's yeah. That's the that's twist the, ending. It's the main dish in Hell's Cafeteria. Uh, candy corn, everything. Candy well, corn. Well, soup. yeah, that's um, candy corn I, soda. It could. It could have <laughs> only been Satan who who could create something like that. Ugh. A friend of mine tonight texted me a picture of these this beer he was drinking by Flying Dog, and it was it was fucking Old Bay flavored. Um, I thought Old I Bay thought, flavored beer yeah i like old bay on seafood i like old bay on potato chips and french fries yeah but a beverage with old bay in it Mm. i bet that's some spicy stuff i'm curious like i'm not entirely uh, compelled to vomit when i hear about it but at the same time i'm like i'm curious enough to take a sip of it yeah, it sounds gross and delicious in equal measure, and I yeah. it could go either way. It all depends on how it is. Because I've had like, oh yeah, this is a delicious double peanut butter stout, and you taste it, and it tastes like coffee grounds and dirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a, uh, I had a the only bad beer I've ever gotten from ABC, and it wasn't that the beer itself was bad, as in it wasn't it was spoiled or something. Just the flavor of it. I got like a chocolate lager. Mm-hmm. And it tasted just like coffee ground smell. And I was just like, nope. <laughs> I said, my brother bought it for me. I was like, I'm sorry. I know that, that this is improper and it's alcohol abuse. I, I can't fucking drink this. I, I was like, I can't drink it. I can't. Yeah, that's happened to me. I've had, I'm, I've, I'm going to wretch. <laughs> this is why this is why you go into a bar, you order flights. 
That should be the that should be the tagline for this episode. I'm going to wretch. <laughs> we always find the uh, the title in the episode. Somewhere, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We always find it nearly at the end, almost every time. A few times we've done. I think the last episode we got it close to the beginning, but usually, yeah. yeah. You know what's funny? You mentioned Old Bay flavored beard. Or beer. My beard is Old Bay flavored when I eat the potato chips. Uh, so. Me no English good, sorry. <laughs> but um, you mentioned Old Bay flavored beer, and I don't know if it's just because I'm too young or I'm not in the know, but I straight up thought you were talking about, oh, it's flavored like a bay, like at the beach or something. Oh, <laughs> Like, with, like a candle like, or something. It tastes like seawater. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so salty. Salty is salty. Oh, it is, sea, it is salt water. <laughs> yeah, it's literally seawater. I Look. suddenly feel so dehydrated. Look, I found a <laughs> hypodermic needle in mine. Oh my God, I just sparked a, a really good story to tell that just spawned in my memory. So I remember one time when I was a little kid, I was with my dad and we were at the pool that was next to our, that was in our neighborhood. And we were in the hot tub and I guess I must have stayed in there too long because I was getting like really, really boozy and like I was super dehydrated. Mm -hmm. So my dad was like, oh, crap. He was like, he was freaking out. He took me home and him and my mom were trying to figure out what to do to save my poor little life. And they decide, I know, let's make him drink salt water, which makes <laughs> you more dehydrated. <laughs> I thought I you were going to say like a bunch of soda or Kool-Aid or, you know, something like that to bring sugar into your system. Yeah. Gave me a cup of water, took a salt, salt shaker, poured salt into it and said, here you go. I don't know if they knew that it was more dehydrating. And I guess I made myself think that it worked because I became fine by like that night, I think. Or maybe they did realize. That maybe the secret is that it actually worked. I think maybe. Were, I mean, who knows? I think I know what they were trying to do. What? I think it had to do with electrolytes because electrolytes are salts, essential salts. But oh. that's not the same as table salt. Like all salt does, all table salt does is make you retain water. So maybe they were trying to do that. But when you drink like uh, Gatorade or if you have pickle juice, is a great example of something that has electrolytes. Uh, mm -hmm. Apple cider vinegar as well is another one that has tons of electrolytes. Well, I was very picky, so I wasn't going to drink any of that. So yeah. like, oh, the only drink he likes is water and milk. That's the only gotcha. two things we'll drink. We can put salt in water. We're not putting salt in milk because I think yeah. that's a war crime. <laughs> I, got a, uh, I got a dad joke for you. They were just trying to cure you. Get it curious like curing a ham with salt. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, wow. that's wow, right. Okay. Come on, I want one more round of Would You Rather. All right, yep. I'm I'm ready. I I got one. This is a a classic Would You Rather from one of my favorite YouTubers, Filthy Frank. Uh, uh, the the age old um Would You Rather question. Would you rather have dick sized nipples or a nipple sized dick? I already know my answer, <laughs> but I just want to hear yours. Bro, I'm going for dick-sized nipples. I'm going to have fun really? with those motherfuckers. Oh, my God, yeah. I'm going to fuck with those and everything. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's not even a question for me. That was easy. Because <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want a nipple-sized dick. I mean, no. think about the shapes of, like, are we talking, like, areola, too? You have, like, a, a penis, like, this big around <laughs> and only this long. 
I mean, you can leave that up to your imagination, but whatever uh, you're thinking, it's probably true. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with, with the dick nipples. <laughs> dick nipples. <laughs> That's the fucking title of this episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a great, what a great thing to show my parents. Hey, mom and dad, I'm on a podcast. What's it <laughs> called? Dick, dick nipples. nipples. Yeah. Hey, they heard the story uh, about me in the hospital with the doctors and the prostate exam so yeah they'll be fine Here, yeah, here's I mean, my I, thoughts if if they're putting if they're allowing you to be on a podcast with me they on know this one I specifically am. they must know they know who they know I it's am. gonna go to this yeah they know who i am sorry mom but hey <laughs> i'm i'm on apple Podcasts now that means anything to you and spotify right <laughs> yeah spotify we? pandora okay. spotify um iHeartRadio, Radio, bunch of shit. I don't know if we're on iHeartRadio. Radio. They were kind of hard to get onto. I'm on we're big on platforms. I'm important now. Yeah, man. I have like 20 listeners. So which is it going to be, Ben? Honestly, I'm. I was going to say the nipple-sized dick because, of course, the biggest con is you will never get laid ever in your life. Right. But hey, at least you will be a socially acceptable person. And this is basically what Frank was saying, because I agree with him. If if you have like like dick sized nipples, they're just going to be flopping around like nobody's going to look at you and say, oh, yeah, what a totally cool and normal guy. No, you have freakishly large nipples. And what happens if you go out in the cold, if they're the size of penises and like the same thing happens to nipples, like they're going to stand up like erections. You no. are missing out on one huge thing here, though. The world is full of freaks who will readily accept my dick-sized nipples. Well, yeah, you can I will the be circus. a fucking billionaire. Yeah. I will make videos. I will have like merchandise. I will be rich. Well, we also with have my, to consider with my big old nipples. We also need to think about. Um, are they like dick shaped or are they just like they look like nipples, but they're the size? Uh, I'm thinking like classic nipples. I just touched mine. How about that? That was weird. Um, <laughs> I think we all kind of have to to visualize yeah. this. Um, they're going to be cylindrical. So it's already got a dick like shape and they're just going to like hang down. I don't know, man. I think I think it's a win win. They're just like little. The only thing is that, like, you know how your nips get sore from like chlorine in the pool and from getting too cold and like they get they hurt. Yeah, Not really. Oh, that would suck. Yeah, with huge nipples. Well, I mean, yeah, that would suck. So I, just, I mean, yeah, I'd I'd still go with the nipple sized dick. All right, Mike. All right, uh, I was thinking about this one. This is disturbing, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Oh, would you rather? Have your feet stuck in one place for your whole life, not be able to go anywhere, but in that same spot where you were at. You have freedom to move, but it's only around that one area. Or be completely paralyzed and be able to travel all over, but not uh, be able to actually do anything. Like Professor X? Uh, you don't get any of the fancy scientific shit, so you're just... Well, yeah, you but know, I can go anywhere. True. That's like a superpower, right? I mean, if your feet are stuck to the floor, you could also have somebody bring you a TV I mean, like, and video are games. Are you projecting yourself like to that place through your mind, or are you like actually like no physically levitating? traveling, physically traveling, like 
I'm talking like realistic stuff, like in a wheelchair, you know? Okay. Like, so like you can still be pushed around all over the place. I was just imagining just like G mod, no clipping everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. What's stopping me from, let's say I'm stuck to wherever I'm standing. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, if, <clears throat> what if I take a bandsaw and cut the floor out from under me and just use those as shoes? You I was going to say that. You can't. I, I was going to say, if you're like standing in like, let's say your feet are like built in the cement, you can have some like guy from Home Depot, like carve out the thing of cement that you're standing in and then just lug you on like one of those. Okay. Like, the floor's just... made of fucking diamond and you can't cut it. <laughs> okay. What if oh, I have a diamond pickaxe though? Shit. I have a, if I have a room made of diamond, I don't give a fuck about what's going on. All right, well, maybe that's a choice of words. Look, we can always put crazy constraints on these. I'm saying the floor is uncuttable. All right, all right. So it's bedrock. Sure, bedrock. So nothing will cut through it if we're yeah. using the Minecraft. Absolutely. Model. All right. Understood. Your so, feet are stuck there. You're stuck in that one fucking place forever. Maybe when you die, your feet will come unstuck. I don't know. <laughs> I like to imagine oh. you come into heaven and your, your your shoes are still just built into the bedrock. <laughs> clunk, clunk, <laughs> clunk, clunk. I am Iron Man. <laughs> Walking around like a golem. Yeah. All right. So let's see. I think it's, I, this is Stuffing. really hard. Yeah. I don't know how to respond to this one. Um, I knew it would be. All right. I guess I guess I'd rather be paralyzed as long as I can still like communicate to and you know have a communication. Oh, you can you can talk and everything. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd rather be paralyzed. Yeah, you can talk, you can you know eat and everything else. You just from the neck down, you can't move. I'll just I become think, Joe from Family Guy. Yeah, I think if you just have like a good group of friends and family, you're probably gonna be more or less yeah, like joe from family Guy. and there is always the possibility that the technology comes along one day yeah neck suits yeah you know oh yeah robocop time that's true. so there's always that possibility if you're stuck though in that room in that one space unless you really like being by yourself but you can have all the amenities you can you know you can have the internet you can you can have people come over you can fucking play video games do everything well you actually not everything because you can't go to the bathroom. You have to have the bathroom there stand. with you. Yeah. Well, you can stand. Can I? You just can't walk. Well, then you can't move out of that spot. Well, yeah, your your, feet if your legs were paralyzed, though, then you would just fall over, wouldn't you? Because you have no leg support. No, he's talking about if you were rooted to the spot. Yeah, you're just you're rooted to the spot. Yeah, you're you you oh, your feet okay. are stuck. This is, this is a different thing. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, your feet are the stuck. Paralyzed thing. No, 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 no. Your feet are stuck. You can't, you know, you can't leave that spot. Mike, to be fair, you did kind of jump tracks on us. You just started talking about being rooted <laughs> to the floor in the middle of talking about the paralyzed thing. I was sorry. like, sorry. When did we switch? What the fuck are we? Doing? I was I was making a point that came into my head. Sorry. Oh, yeah, it's exciting. You came into your head like a lawn dart. Like most things do. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would rather be paralyzed. Because yeah, I'd still I get think... to see the world. I'd still get to have interactions with stuff yeah. outside. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, if you're stuck to the to the world, maybe you might like grow appreciation for that because it's all you know. But you know, like that depends on where you are. Like, what if you're in the fucking abyss in yeah. like Alaska or something? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not Alaska, like the Arctic. <laughs> I don't know why I thought about Alaska. I, I would say it would be cool if like the place you were stuck on was a skateboard or skates or something. That'd be pretty cool because then you could just move around. Nope. You just always in skates or on a skateboard. It's bedrock, remember? That's bedrock, yeah. Okay. So you can hang out with the Flintstones. Yeah, <laughs> and the say. Rubbles. Get it, dance. Would you rather have to, for breakfast every day, eat an entire mug full of dehydrated coffee, like coffee beans? Or would you rather have to uh, drink raw eggs? Uh, I'd be drinking raw eggs, hands down. And what do you mean by dehydrated coffee? Not dehydrated coffee, like coffee grinds. Like instant like, coffee crystals? Yeah, like instant coffee crystals. And you would just have to eat them. <laughs> that would be out. fucking terrible. Oh, you uh, eat the crystals. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, who that knows? Maybe they're actually tasty. They're not. I promise oh. you they're not. Like, no, even I tried them really... when I was a kid once. I was like, oh, what's this? And tried a little bit of it. Yeah, it was fucking yeah. horrible. Even if you love coffee, there it's like it's like eating rat poison. It's like <laughs> you just don't want to do it. Well, it depends on um, it all depends on how good raw eggs taste. Have any of you eaten raw eggs before? Yep. Uh, really? How no. is it? It's just slimy. It's slimy and it doesn't really, I don't know, like the, the taste. I don't there's not really a taste. I, I it's um like I was, I guess I was focusing more on the texture and not on the taste. You know, like the aftertaste is kind of gross, but uh, yeah, I it's feel still like be- I would, it's still better than coffee grind grinding. I feel like I morally would be a bit more disgusted by eating the raw eggs, just because like you, you eat it and you like look at what you're eating. And you're like, what am I doing? Liquid chicken. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm eating an embryo. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's super gross, and I guess. When you know. cook them up, you're still having chicken embryo. So, yeah, you know, that's true. Yeah, it just it's, tastes a little you bit. You have better. it in your cupcakes, you have it in your, you know, cakes and pies and all that stuff. So, yeah, but you're not confronted with what it looks like in its raw form. Yeah. Like it's a slimy, gross. You are if you're doing the cooking. You've watched it transform into something that's done. It's palatable, not smells good. It's sizzling. It's inviting. If you're a good cook. Yeah. Yeah, but like the eggs, the eggs of a chicken that we eat are like, they are, they are failed eggs of chickens that they never hatched. They were all duds. So now we get to eat them. Technically not duds. If you get the eggs away from the chickens right away, they may still be fertilized, but they won't grow. Uh, eggs are a byproduct of chickens uh, getting it on in fertilization. That's kind like of fucked the, up. The, the, one, the ones that we're getting are. <laughs> so if you really think about it, if you want to get gross about it, it's like eating an abortion. Yeah. I, I guess. Kind of. Yeah. So when that's you why put I was it saying, that way, I'm definitely eating the eggs. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> oh yeah, fucking abortion. All right, give me some mm-hmm. salt and pepper. Yeah. Scrump diddly umptress. Can I doctor uh, them up too? Can I put like some hot sauce in them or whatever? I mean, do whatever you want with them. It's just the eggs that have to be raw, but you can do what you want with the raw eggs. I think I could doctor that shit up and make it into something tasty. Yeah, I think I'll go with the raw eggs. I think I'd go with the coffee because I could slam water with it and it would just go down my throat. It's not like I'm chewing it. I could get through it. But I would absolutely throw up profusely the second that egg touched my mouth. You'd have the gnarliest shits from that coffee too, probably. Oh my God, yeah. And you know how fucking jazz, because it'd be a whole cup of it. You know how jacked I'd be? I'd be running around my yard. Like, I'd be like, ah. eat the decaf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> eat the decaffeinated Folgers crystals. Even with a decaf, the amount of trace caffeine in that many doses of coffee. I mean, that's got to be like 18 cups of coffee. <laughs> when we were in the army. Okay, we'll close with this. When we were in the army, we had this little, like, in our, like our, our, our advanced individual training or AIP. Our school had this sort of common area and it had this place that sold coffee and some other stuff. And they sold these chocolate covered espresso beans that were roasted. They were so good. We used to buy these things and eat them by the handful. We'd be so jacked by the time we left class. It would be like five o'clock and you'd be like running around, smacking each other, throwing each other down hills and shit. <laughs> it was great. Just wound Engaging up. in unprotected sex. Woo! No, 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 no. That was later. When I was a kid, I loved the I loved underdog. And uh I was wanting a t-shirt that had underdog on it, and no one, my mom couldn't find one anywhere. We went to the beach and finally found someone who could make me a shirt. It was like yeah, one of those people that spray paints them. Yeah, it was something like that. I think actually it was like an airbrush thing, mm-hmm. but it was definitely like a bespoke item. It wasn't something that was normally on the shelves. Like they had to custom make it. So it took a little while and I got it like in the mail. I was so happy about it. And then when I was in the army, I was dating my wife and my mom got me a, an underdog shirt because it became like commercially popular to fall back to old brands at that. And I had uh, this shirt. It was big, bright red shirt with a yellow, a white U on it that stood for underdog. I remember that shirt. And my drill sergeant's come out. I am just about to pick up Jennifer to go out on a date. And my drill sergeants come out. And, go, and they knew that I was about to go out, I think. Somehow they got word of it. And uh, they're like, Cash, that shirt. Is that a toilet bowl or is that a toilet seat on your shirt, private cash? And I'm like, I'm laughing. I'm like, no, no, it's underdogs. Like, sure it is, sure it is. You got a toilet seat on your shirt. No, that's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> and and I'm like turning beet red. And my drill sergeant says, Your face is about as red as that shirt right now, private cash. And then I open the door, like they like they leave me alone. And I open the door and I go into the little break room area where Jennifer's sitting and she's just shaking her head. 
And you can interrupt me anytime. <laughs> That's the end of my story. I was going to say, the moment he brought up underdog, just end it there. <laughs> Leave it to the viewer's imagination. <laughs> oh, thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like the sheer unbridled schizophrenic confusion of looking at my DeviantArt account. Please don't look <laughs> it up. I beg of you. Please look up my YouTube channel, Spicy Sonic. That is not that much better content, but it is far superior to that. Let's just say. All right. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. You always have to do the bye. Why do you do that? Because I like to. Bye.